0: Careful what you putting in your ears now Hard to hear the truth, cause the lot talk real loud We yellin' Jesus, they yellin' chill out Nah, but you can tell them that we here now We here now, we here now, we here now We here now, we here now, we here now Tell them that we here now, we here now, we here now We here now, we here now We here now
1: we here now on podcast mm-hmm. episode twenty two. Yes, sir. Farmer John. Mm-hmm. We have my guy, Co King, Mike, What's the good? Guardian. What's good, man? I'm in the moment. You in the moment? You here now? There's nowhere else to be. I hear that. I hear that. Um, my name is Eric. Uh, we have two special guests here today. We have Krista, mm-hmm. and we have Sheena. Olivia Hope of Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Krista is um, the farmer John. The, <laughs> the Philly farmer John. Wow. Philly farmer John. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And I don't want to minimize... Uh, it, it's, it's super heavy what she's doing. Um, the way she's transformed from not farming at all to farming it all. <laughs> 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 so... Um, Without further ado, let's let's get right into it. Um, Krista, if you can introduce yourself and tell us about so, one of the questions I want to ask you, we're hearing now is about where you at, where you are now, where you've been, and where you're going. If you had to rank those in order, how would you rank them of importance? Of importance, um,
2: <clears throat> let's see. I guess. What shaped me and who I am is definitely super important. So that's my past, right? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that I would have to put that first. Where you been? Um, where I've been. Um, actually, you know, what? I'm gonna put that at number two. Okay. I'm gonna okay. put that at number two. Okay. I will put where I'm going at number one. Okay. okay. And okay. then I'll put where I'm at now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at number three.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, again, before before I let you go, I don't know. I know Mike um, definitely was the one. To sign you up or, or want you to be on the podcast, I ain't going front on that. I was like, I was like, what's I was like, what? I was like, come on, man. I was like, what you talking about? He's like, a, a farmer, a farmer in Philadelphia. I was like, a farmer. <laughs> right. Ain't <laughs> like, no, no farmer. Then I looked. I said, Oh, yeah, we Farmer found, John. We but go found ahead. One. Go ahead. Yeah, go into it, man.
0: Yeah. How does this ring a bell for you? How can a woman be expected to be happy with a man who insists on treating her? as if she were a perfectly normal human being.
2: That, did I just get deep? It got, it got super deep.
0: I think I got real deep. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about All right. We are. We that are. is vegetables.
2: That's food. Yeah. <laughs> so, back it up for me a little bit. How can a woman be expect expected. a man? Okay, be expected. Yeah,
0: how can a woman be expected to be happy with a man who insists on treating her as if she were a perfectly normal human being? Basic.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um. I don't, is that a trick question,
0: it's a <laughs> question? Go. Yeah, a
2: it's a quote from Oscar Wilde oh you know what that's the crazy part. I love Oscar Wilde but I've, never heard, I've yeah. never heard that quote I've never heard yeah. that quote that's deep I yeah. love how you like know who I am as a yeah. human already okay. Research. Um, <laughs> I love that yeah. Um, but that's bomb. I mean, yeah. that's why I love Oscar because he goes deep. He yeah. he goes all in, and, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can talk about literary arts all day. So we won't we won't get yeah artists. yeah. But um, yeah, I appreciate you. No doubt, <laughs> no doubt. I mean, did but, you want a real answer?
0: <laughs> no, because I, I don't even know if it is an answer right. just because how he ended it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, doing a little bit of research on you, I seen it that was uh, one of your favorite artists, poets, writers, and um, what you're doing is essential for Philly. For everyone, especially with with what is going on with the food deserts, mm-hmm. right, and just what's going on with just the food, just in nature. So for you to take that leap of faith and um, it's beautiful. So that's why I wanted you to be here with us, and we're here now, and we have the Olivia Pope of dope. Yes, right,
3: two right, for one, right. yeah, for
0: sure, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: So, um, Krista, if you could go ahead and get into it, mm-hmm. um, where you talk about where you are now, um, exactly what you got going on, and that might be a lot, but go ahead try to try to summarize it for us.
2: Um, so, I guess I'll first talk about. Uh, from the beginning, Farmer John is a—it's just one of my companies. Mm-hmm. Lifeleaf Organic Farms is the name of my parent company, name of my corporation. So mm-hmm. each of my brands fall under that. Mm. Um, and Farmer John is one of them that I started because I was inspired from a trip I went on to the Caribbean. I went to Martinique mm-hmm. in January of 2018. And I just came right after resigning from my job. Yeah. So I was like, I'm quitting. I'm stressed. Yeah, I don't like it here. I got to go. <laughs> right. um, yeah. And so I did. And without having any idea what my next plans were. So I yeah. literally just did that. I took a leap of faith. And I did that by myself getting on that plane because I'm like, I'm about to turn 30. I've never been out of the country. I've been working my ass off for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Let me get on a plane by myself and have me a eat, pray, love trip. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. Eat, pray, love. Uh, Does so, something motivate you to do that, though?
2: You know, it just was getting to that 30
1: mark. Mm -hmm. It really
2: was. Like, I remember on my 29th birthday, crying at the bar. Like, <laughs> I do. I was like, yo, Krista, like, this can't be life. Like, what you're doing, this can't be it. This, is this it? this
1: right, um, right, right. Working
2: for somebody else, making other people rich, and, right, you right. know. Mm. So, I... Talking
1: to me. Right. She trying to get me out of the job. She yeah, trying to, I'm already yeah, one foot out. Yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> Yeah, so I just, like, you know, spread my wings in mm. the sense of not knowing exactly what was next, but just, like, I got to do something different for my own health, for the health of my household. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted my kids to like me again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. So and that's real. Like, you know, being a parent and True. all the stressors that come, not only do we become when we're stressed, we also stress out the people around us. Mm, 100%. <laughs> you embody it. Yeah, did absolutely. they go on the trip
0: with you or that you was a solo? Oh no, it was a solo. It was a solo. Yeah, so when you yeah. went on that trip to my uh the two families you stayed with really changed your life They
2: did, 100%, yeah. 100% The very first one um, was a Thai chef And his partner mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. let's get
1: to where you went okay. don't, be, don't be trying <laughs> to <laughs>
2: So I was in Martinique, this beautiful island mm-hmm. Got on that plane and uh, it's in the French Caribbean I chose that place because I grew up Speaking French mm. um, And so I was like, I haven't used my French in so long I know it's raggedy I haven't Let used me. my French in right. so long This yeah. <laughs> oh, like, okay. levels to Krista It's oh. a lot of levels let's <laughs> <laughs> I said, I need to get back into it. And, you know, yeah, something with yeah, yeah. language, you don't use it, you do lose it. Um, mm-hmm. So it was nice to be able to go to this francophone country and, you know, speak to the people who they already speak English. So it was great. We were learning from each other. Right. Um, helping them polish their English, them helping me repolish my French. And so it was just a great experience um, of that and meeting the people there mm-hmm. and getting into the Airbnb experience. The mm-hmm. first one on one side of the island, which was closer to sea level, um, I stayed with the, these this Thai chef in their beautiful home, yeah. and uh, got breakfast cooked for me every single day. Mm-hmm. And along with my breakfast came leaves in a glass with hot water on it, right. <laughs> which was my tea. Yeah, and that's just how they did things. They were literally picking things from their backyard and, and poured putting it, in it over a, cup. a leaf. Putting, you know, taking some leaves. That's from how, your
1: how you do yard. your Sheena. That's how you do your tea. Do you um, just <laughs> pour it over a leaf? I don't know. I'm just trying to because you you know is it the dope you pour it over the dope or <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't want to leave you out. Yes, I know, I, I mean, know.
4: there's a process, okay. but yeah, I do um, infuse my taste. So, okay, yes. all right, all okay. up, uh, all, all uh, awesome.
1: Sorry about that. I didn't mean, to interrupt no, you, but yeah, so. Um.
2: But yeah, definitely taking, uh, you know, fresh herbs from their gardens and putting them in a glass Mm -hmm. or a mug and pouring hot water over it and making a cup of tea. And that's the freshest type of tea that you could ever have.
1: Right. But did you know that at the time? Was you tripping off of that? Like, because you never drank anything like that. No, but I
2: always loved nature and plants. Like, I loved being outdoors. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a Girl Scout. I grew up in, you know, being out in nature. (laughs) Levels. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: I grew up in nature in the sense, so... When I saw that, I was like, "Americans don't do this. this is, we are not like taking the time to pick leaves out your backyard or out your garden to be able to pour a, an amazing cup of tea that has great benefits." It's I'm not the farm that
1: to do. table yeah. Yeah. talking about
2: farm yeah. to yeah. The yeah, table. That's it. Farm cup, <laughs> seed to cup. The like, tea
0: we drink is not leaves. It's dirt.
2: Yeah, you know, that's I mean, a, it's straight
0: up. My, it's it not dust. processed. It's not processed. Well,
2: uh, I call it
0: dust. Dust, <laughs> <laughs> right? I call right. It. My man just gave me some sour sap leaves, and nice. he told me that I'm a am heavy on the tea meditation. Yeah. He told me to use that instead. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna see how that uh, how that turns out. Sheena, talk to us about your tea process. Talk to us about you. We here now. Let's be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, well, I'm Sheena. Yes, and nice to meet you. Pleasure's all
4: mine. All right. Um, I. Running, organization platform called Cannabis New War, and so the focus is to help minorities access the medicinal community, well minorities and systematically overlooked groups okay. access the medicinal marijuana community or cannabis community, and um, we also help with professional development. So we our goal is to make sure that we have enough black folks mm-hmm. that are in the space with yeah. scalable. Businesses beyond maybe a pop up space, right? Something mm-hmm. that maybe retail ready, things that we can really get to market and create some real specifically agility.
1: related to cannabis. Yes. Okay. Um, okay.
4: And and the goal is to get as many of us on the playing field so that we can create leverage within the industry. So you try you trying to flip the game? You trying to flip the game? I am. You flipping, You're flipping, I it. I it. Am flipping the game? I am Olivia of dope. I am. I am. Yeah.
1: How do you feel? I want you to kind of dig into that because how do you feel about the fact that? you know they say we was we was the best at the game right cuz we, we right we we, we behind bars cuz we we was the only only ones doing it right right or the most for the majority of the situation but now that it's legal some kind of way we ain't the best at the game no more.
4: So the, the ir- ironic part is it's only illegal because we're the best at the game. Mm, tell them again. Can you talk to, to so us? <laughs> it, uh, cannabis. And, and I mentioned that I use cannabis over marijuana because the actual prohibition of cannabis is just a racist. Okay. Tyranny from somebody who saw that cannabis or hemp was replacing paper. Mm. And timber, mm. and it was cutting into their fu- their finances. Was now. it
0: was it cotton too, or no? no. Okay, the
4: hemp was used to make ship cells, mm. soldier uniforms, mm. de- Reforestated, deforested land, cutting into that back. Is it you know yeah. and. And our and you know and during slave times we planted hemp and cannabis and we were given it as a as a method to sort of deter us from suicide. Whoa! Because it was a way to kind of keep you know I mean you're in horrific circumstances yeah, yeah. it was something to sort of help them, uh, you know keep the numbers of suicide and death yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So we've always had a very very. Uh, personal relationship with cannabis, right? And so as it went on and they started attacking it and Mm -hmm. putting a a, a racial epithet on it, oh, jazz singers and, and, you know, white women, there are risks from from these men who smoke cannabis, right? Um, (laughs) When before that, it was something that was medicinally prescribed by every doctor in the country on a regular basis, Mm. right? And so now we see this shift in this narrative of, of us with the war on drugs and the things that have happened, Um, that have disproportionately kept us out of it and kept us in jail while they've made money on it and continue to make money on it. Um, and, And I think that now that we're at this space where we're having these discussions and we're talking about and we're saying this isn't going to be okay anymore, we have to do something about this, Now you see the different shifts in the legalization and the legislation Mm -hmm. and now you see him becoming legal and 0.03 and and all these little standards keep getting pushed back Mm -hmm. Um, but there isn't enough shift in that disproportionate of black people being in jail and incarcerated. How about that? Come on, Sheena. We actively work to try to Pursue measures that we know will rectify that, but in the meantime, we try to make sure that people know that cannabis is not the enemy; the government is the enemy, right? The folks who made this illegal is the enemy. This mm. is the, this this plant is medicine; it's healing, and it alleviates a lot of the pharmaceutical chokehold that they have over this country. Mm-mm. And so they don't want you to ain't talking about up.
1: pharmacy now. You ain't trying to dig into their pockets, is you?
2: And quite fr- listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to
1: dig into pockets Real party.
2: pharmacy it comes from the phone. I was just getting come, my on. Tech. come on, come <laughs> on, okay. For, real Pharmacy.
1: Pharmacy Yeah it Comes from
4: people, folks like this Right yeah. and that's how I connected with Kristen Because you know Food sovereignty Food deserts mm-hmm. You know Organic eating All of that plays into How you take care of yourself Self care Self healing holistic mm-hmm. healing Cannabis is a part of that And mm-hmm. so when I met her It was like This is just amazing Like yeah. I grew up in North Philly uh, It was in a place You can get A viable Healthy option Six blocks in every direction I don't yeah. know generations of people Raised out of the Chinese And Puerto Ricans Yeah right?
1: Three wings on the um, from yeah. Yeah. Rice and gravy, Rice and gravy. So yeah. yeah. So pepper cajun fry hard, yeah. yeah. Okay. All that. And so and that. Look at the
0: scratch though, like, yeah. <laughs> don't forget and the
3: gizzards, name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: That
2: was the real. That was
0: a real one. you know, just that was first of all that was um, most beautifully elucidated by you just now, straight up. <laughs> and just to bring it all back, right? Speaking on the plantation and speaking on the legalization, now you turn around and you sp- you have a lot of people speaking on the respirations, Illinois. They're talking about giving black folks respirations, right? Respirations. And that's going to be uh, determined off of the taxation on the uh, the cannabis business. So it's, it's just always um, a moment to be in when you see how everything ties into one another, right? It's like, you think you're going somewhere, but it's truly a moment you gotta ask yourself, was already here, right? And that's
2: just, oh my mm-hmm. God, you you speaking on it because that's yeah. really where she and I align so well is that it, there are so many... Things that the underserved community are dealing with, these traumas that are just underlying that they yeah. don't, we don't even know. Black and brown folks don't even know yeah. that the trauma is there. Yes. So, like, yeah. when it comes to connecting with the land, that's so important. Like black so yeah. like people need to get, be willing to be outside. Be, if you're not willing to put your hands in the dirt, at least understanding where your food is coming from, where your medicine actually derives from. Yeah. These are the things that are important. And Reading
1: the ingredients you want to read the ingredients.
2: We want them to make (laughs) it. I want to build a village, for real. I really do. I want everybody to be able to contribute. Because I can teach you you how to grow garlic in your backyard. You only got 300 square feet. Let me show you how to grow garlic for the whole neighborhood. Mm. And then you can grow the lettuce for everybody. And then you can grow the marijuana (laughs) for the cannabis for everybody. I am going to teach you how to use all of it together in a
4: healthy meal. Exactly. exactly.
2: And that's that's the thing. That's why it's so important to just tap into all the, oh, black people are so dope. We just got, mm. we just, we do everything. Yeah. Yeah. We literally do everything. And so, to your point of saying, like, when we became, when they realized how dope we were, yeah. that's when the shot. shit storm yeah. came. wait a
0: minute, we gotta, we gotta shift the narrative. What's going on? They had to, <laughs> they had to stop some things. And,
4: and can you imagine if, if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. The game was created right you know think about 80s right yeah. we came up with Brandon, the different baggies yeah, right, okay. different colors right. the names yeah, right. yeah. The security systems Man. you had a whole call system yeah, the yeah. was coming, you had runners you had people you had cell phones had there's yeah we had fortune systems. 500s yeah.
1: the yeah, only yeah. difference yeah. between us <laughs> no, yeah. and them yeah. is
4: that they knew how to corporatize it properly right. and that's what our platform well they're writing the rules right, right. they're writing the rules right. and also, they know how to
1: corporatize yeah, yeah. right yeah. but
4: if we know the rules we can uh, take advantage of the loopholes, and 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 my goal is essentially to work in the parameters where we don't really need them. Mm-hmm. Our goal, my goal is, and, and and this is why I admire Krista so much, is because this type of work is what our community needs to refortify. So mm. we can't wait for them to say, oh, you know, the funding will come. The form gardens will come. The yeah. food pop-ups will come. We can't wait for that. We have to have people like this in our community who are willing to go out and do the work, mm-hmm. set it up, get us ready, and get us in a space where we can fight and be actually in a position to 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 create some type of, of real conversation about equity, equity because yeah. and equality. Because we can't have we can you can't ask for equality without equity. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. Right. We are disadvantaged. We can't say On so many like levels
1: people. Yeah no Cause it's treat not
0: Treat me like I'm the same you person
4: You had a had whole, a
1: whole head Sheena sun. got something like, To say yeah, today
0: yeah, yeah. so <laughs> And you, I'm listening yeah, yeah. We
1: all listening as you, as you tap into that Can you Can you also go into Like you said Where you been Cause it's I know you said you went on that trip mm-hmm. and it changed your life around. Well, you was already going to change your life around because you said I'm I'm not doing this. Much. Did you quit before you left?
2: Oh, I quit. Yeah, yeah, I resigned. I gave. I was in management, so I had employees. I had like literally twenty three positions, ten staff. So and I had to get my staff right. ready yeah. for me to make that transition because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to leave them high and dry either. Right. Right. Um, and so I. Pretty much, my my assistant got promoted to my position. Made sure she was good, and I was, and I gave them three weeks because in management that's what you have, to, that's what you need to give. Yeah. Technically, I gave them twenty days because on the twenty first day, my flight was
1: leaving. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but tap into how you were raised. Tap in, tap yeah. into you know prior to thirty. Right to that All of bit. that yeah.
2: um, I was raised by a healthcare professional I grew up in a household Where you know Medicine Was talked about On a regular basis yeah. I knew A lot of things I knew different terms um, Medical terminology Other people didn't know Okay So I I was growing up To be In medicine That was going to happen
0: Is that why you went To George Washington
2: so, George Washington Carver, high school of engineering and science, and so does Sheena. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh,
2: some years apart, we actually did not know each other in high school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nor did I know you were a Girl Scout. No, I <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it happens like that. Yeah. Yes. The bond order. Going yeah, exactly. to ENS mm-hmm. and synergy like is everything. Um, And I was in a medical program. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do.
1: In George Washington Carver? At Carver. Carver. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At
2: ENS. And I was in a medical program. I knew that I was going to leave there and go to college and become a student in of biology. Yeah. That was gonna I went to St. Joe's. Oh uh, so. yeah, today
0: St. Joseph's day. Yeah. I have no idea. Listen, <laughs> Me either. I, mean, I don't can we know. Tell you Whatever. a little bit about. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about St. Joe. It yeah. wasn't
2: the most us environment. Uh, sure. <laughs> it wasn't oh, incredible. we we know. Literally,
0: yeah.
1: What,
2: yeah. When I was there, it was one percent black. So anyway,
1: I thought it
2: was like three percent minority, like total,
1: like
4: the whole,
1: the whole everybody, yeah. diverse, of the,
2: all of it. Yeah, like. we had a, that's why we didn't have a BSU when I was there. We had a multicultural department, and right. all of us could fit in one room. Wow.
1: <laughs> like, but but George, what they had like a program where they did some. Type of farm, you know? They, they, they um, didn't we actually did it. Interestingly enough, no?
2: because of the name, you would think. So, yeah, yeah, but
1: we yeah. Didn't he know. was he was a pioneer. Magna yeah. in mean, botany, like that. Yeah.
2: He is everything. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, y-
1: be prior to you getting in. I just, I'm just trying to th- get a guys. feel for. Did you see a farm when you no. was growing up? Did you None have grass? I, did didn't. You? <laughs> I didn't. I
2: actually didn't touch dirt. That wasn't a thing. No that dirt, I was no doing. nothing. I wasn't doing it. Me, even if you did have a garden,
1: you was you 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 calling the. The perfectionist of the mm-hmm. person yeah, that's like, into, like I didn't that.
2: even have a garden. Right. Like, <laughs> I grew up in Germantown with concrete, concrete all around me. Concrete, concrete. Right. So yeah, right. that's not what you know what I had and what I thought. I never considered myself a farmer. I never considered myself someone that was into plants um, right. ever. And, and I went on this vacation, and that changed everything.
1: The reason why I asked is because a friend of mine said mm-hmm. the way you were raised doesn't have to be your cage.
2: That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's yes,
1: the fact. So at thirty, <laughs> whatever you went through up until then. You just cut it off and changed. I was just trying to give a little bit into your history and how you were raised. and There's not, it, you're not going to find plants in planning. it.
2: So, the interesting thing there is I literally, this experience is what changed my life. I worked in healthcare, it's all about taking care of people. Uh, my practice saw over 200 patients a day, which is why the burnout happened to me. Um, and so, I, I wasn't taking care of myself.
1: 200 people a day? Def- we
2: saw 200 patients a day. That's okay. a lot. You weren't yes. taking
1: care of yourself. but I wasn't
2: taking care of myself. It was it was spilling over dead. into
1: the house, of course.
2: All of that, right. all of that, relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, right. like all of that. I couldn't be a person. I was just a shell walking around. Right. I couldn't um, be a person.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was,
2: I couldn't be who I yeah. who I actually am. Mm. I didn't. You know, you you forget who you are when mm-hmm. you are supposed to be something that they people want you to be. Yeah, <laughs> you right. forget yeah. who you are at your core, and that's what happened to me.
1: Well, I'm um, glad you were raw.
2: Yeah. Finally. <laughs> so
0: give me a breakdown, to the best of your ability, um, in terms of farming. Mm-hmm. Organic food, pesticides, conventional... W- w- it all
2: ties back into healthcare. Okay. Yeah, literally... Um,
0: like, are, are pesticides good, some not oh, good? No. Everything, okay. all, of
2: it got, all of it is no, is a no for me. Okay. Um, so, I am a hyper-organic grower. Mm-hmm. The organic standards, just like very similar to what Sheena was saying about how these standards were it around cannabis keeps being pushed because yeah. to benefit those that are decriminalizing for the purpose of big business, right. this is the same thing. Okay. So like when it comes to this term organic, to become certified organic used to be, it used to mean something. Mm-hmm. Right. But now because uh, so many different people want that tag so they can charge a, a ridiculous amount of money okay. for having that certified organic price tag, it too is becoming abused.
3: Mm. So
2: now it's like okay well you don't you can't use this type of pesticide but you can kind of you could use this like you could you know what I mean like these different but I don't use anything. Okay. So that's the type of farming I'm into. I want hyper organic. I want it to be void of anything mm. that it's not edible. Something that if I can't consume it, then I don't want my plants to
0: consume. Oh, okay. It. So you Genesis two nine. You straight Garden of <laughs> Eden Genesis. Is, that, you, you taking it all. I, hey, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. 100%. Um.
2: But I do want to just briefly mention the the Please. experience that got me into farming specifically. Okay. Uh. And it wasn't the tea experience. That's what made me want to get into the tea business, start growing herbs mm-hmm. and all of that. But I met this family of black farmers when I was in Martinique. Okay. This was my aware? in Martinique.
1: Martinique. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: On the same island. Oh, the same island. Yeah, the same island, and this was just in the mountains. Okay. Okay. So I had the opportunity to meet these these dope, amazing black farmers that...
1: Black like farmers. Were they born there? They were, they were born
2: there. Okay. Oh yeah, That was there. the second
0: family you. This was the second yeah, family. Yeah, I got you. Okay.
2: Um. Yeah, and they, they had, and they also owned Airbnbs all over the island. So this was the wow. other. Dope yeah, I thing.
1: was going to say. So you can you wow. take me through the process because I, I need to go on Airbnb So Can you take me through the process of what you were looking for and what you selected? Oh, was yeah. that part of the package?
2: So you know what? I didn't know anything about them being farmers
1: order. order. Yeah, yeah, I didn't
2: know anything about them being farmers when I picked it. When I tell you, literally, both my Airbnbs had swimming pools. That is all that I. That was the parameter. Yeah. That, that was the that bar. Was the criteria. Yeah. I need y'all to have a pool because I live in Philly and I don't have one. That is just pretty much what it was. That's if I'm going on vacation, I need to dip. So. <laughs> Got <Gotcha>. you. <laughs> so yeah, so I was in the mountains, went to this uh, beautiful home up there, and that's actually not where their farm was. The farmers, the farmers, uh, the, I would say the father of the farmers um, is the one who manned the Airbnb. Okay. The actual uh, farmers are are his sons. Okay. And they came and got me the next day. Mm-hmm. And because um, they were like, they dad must have been like, hey, it's a, it's a shorty here. She by herself. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. She around the same oh, age. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she
2: around the same age as you Like, come get her. She, you know, come chill. let show her a good time right. so she can give us a five star review
3: right.
2: on right. Airbnb. Um, and yeah, they came and got me and they took me to their farm. They took me to um, to where their CSA pickup was. Mm. They took me to the beach of where their other Airbnbs that they owned were. Mm-hmm. And I got to pack boxes for their members. Like, mm. I got to pack boxes of produce and herbs and watch their members come pick, the, pick it up from them. Wow. And that was super dope, just yeah, seeing yeah. how they did
1: that. I don't know if you did an Airbnb, but that ain't that ain't been my Airbnb experience. <laughs> look. look. I'm, I, I'm I, I, I haven't done one yet, no. <laughs> that ain't been my experience, but no, that's dope. That's, uh, so that's what got you into wanting...
2: To connect with the land. The light bulb yeah. to
1: want to connect with the yeah, land. Yeah, because
2: I'm okay. like, this is not, I've never seen this before. Okay. And I consider myself to be pretty well educated. I mean, I did go to a good high school. I did go to a good college. Same like years, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think I'm, I know a little bit, and I lived, and I just happened to grow up in inner city my entire life. Right. And stayed here by choice because I love my neighborhood so much. So, at the end of the day, I'm like... Why haven't I seen this? Right. Do we have this in our own neighborhoods? And right. why, if we don't, why don't we have it? Mm. And then I realized it's because it, there's a barrier. There is a mm. demographical barrier. There's a
1: line. There's a line. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm like, and so when I got the home. The
1: redlining is real, huh? Yes. It's a a bigger. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: I got home and I'm like, oh, there's plenty of farms around here. And I'm like, huh? Wow. I'm like, there's farms. And then I'm like, I always heard us all being in the farm school, but then I dug deeper. I, yeah. I, then I started going there. And then I became a member of Weaver's Way. And then mm. I started working on their farm. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I started to infiltrate. Because I'm yeah. like, okay, I need to know what's going on. I need to know who the, the farmers spook. are. The yeah. spook
1: who step by the door. <laughs> exactly.
2: Have yeah, yeah, you read that? I read Yeah, that before. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we need to get... I need to find out why black people don't know about these things. Why don't we? Why does the only food we know about come from the grocery store in the corner store?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like why is that?
1: And then why is it set up in that manner? The, the neighborhoods that thrive, there's a blueprint.
2: Absolutely, they
1: have a supermarket. They have what, LA Fitness, Starbucks, like. They know how to how to and real
4: estate is called the Starbucks effect. Your property value literally goes up a percentage if you are six block or six miles within. Wow. So Starbucks.
1: I'm straight. I just we just got one built, so I'm cool. <laughs> but, but the, and it's a
4: sign your your neighborhood is changing. Like yeah. your your right. demographic is right. shifting when so, you start seeing it. So if
0: you wanna if that should be one of your first steps maybe in uplifting your community. Invest in Starbucks. Mm. Mm. No, seriously, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You know what mean? Go I in mean? I mean,
2: a franchise. Is it a franchise? Yes, yeah. franchise. It's
0: yeah. <laughs> you probably got worked there a couple of months or something, but hey man, you got to infiltrate like you like yeah. you said, we we got to definitely infiltrate, man, straight up.
2: And if know. infiltration starts with education. Mm. And that's just a big thing. I'm yeah. like, "All right, so my job now mm-hmm. is to educate my people yeah. on why we need to be eating better food? Why mm-hmm. the corner store is not the answer? And mm. and now it's like making a plan. How do I redefine what the corner store is? Mm. And how do I reprogram people's minds? Yeah. yeah, To understand that what we eat is a direct. Because it's clear they've been programmed. It's you
1: said cause reprogram because it's clear we they've got been a, conditioned. We gotta got yeah.
0: unlearn or relearn. You know, true. the wise man once said, "I can't t- I can't stand people who don't take food seriously." Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's your boy. He said that. I said. <laughs>
1: Real quick, seen <laughs> it. So, so, um, Krista talked about when the light bulb clicked for her. Mm-hmm. When did the light bulb click for you? Yeah. Um, and, as
4: it relates to cannabis. As it relates to,
1: because I know your light bulb been on. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't try, I wasn't like, trying to. I ain't yeah. trying um, to. <laughs>
4: No, uh, I I've always been you know like a social justice advocate. I okay. worked with Philadelphia Anti Drug Anti Violence Network, mm. Greater Philadelphia Urban Affairs Coalition. So I've always been like social service, community oriented because I knew essentially I wanted to recreate my community the way I imagined it, as opposed to leaving and going somewhere else. Mm. That was always my thing. Nice. Um, but uh, I got into the corporate world, and I wound to actually relocating to Atlanta, and I was doing corporate marketing for Chick-fil-A. Okay. And it was very Christian. Yeah. yeah. How about very that? Christian. I got yeah. a
1: Chick-fil-A too. Uh, that got built yeah. around like but next to the Starbucks. You know, you know a Yeah. You a good one. Yeah. Um
4: but you know it was a very Christian-based value company. Um and so a lot of what I was doing was like very limited in terms of like, you know, how I, I moved and operated and being Ironically, in Atlanta, I still was one of five black people in corporate leadership and only one of two women. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, you know, dealing with that and all of, you know, the the tribulations of all of that stuff, um, I wound up relocating back home and thinking to myself, I can't keep making them rich. Like, I, yeah. I got like a bonus for making my operator, one of my operators, like a million dollars. Yeah nothing compared to the million dollars. So I was like, I probably could make myself a million dollars. How about that? Um, And so I was thinking about how I can recreate myself, rebrand myself, you know. And I had visited a conference at the Philadelphia Convention Center in April of 2018. And somebody told me it was a weed conference. And I'm like, if it was a weed conference, I know.
1: Yeah. Right, how about that? Yeah.
4: yeah. I know already. Right, and, right, um, And so I'm like, okay, I go. I'm ready.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Got my little napsack, yeah. my yeah, baby yeah. pack, my little I get high sweatshirt. Yeah. Let's do it. And I get there, and it is not anything like what I expected it to be. Okay. It is absolutely no weed, there's no <laughs> there's no accessories, there's yeah. no smoking, no bongs no bongs, there's just a bunch of white men in suits and yeah. talking about money and legalization mm. and marketing mm. And mm. Hold, on, hold, on, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold on what it
4: took a turn for the worst, right? I know. Yeah. It, I, so it wasn't a weed conference; it was a weed convention. There it we was go. a marijuana convention about legalization. And while I was pissed because I was like, "Well, I didn't smoke before I came, so I thought I was going to smoke here." <laughs> right. Yeah, so, yeah. i yeah. in the best mode now. Yeah. But I'm so glad that I stayed because as I'm walking around, I'm seeing. Hey, door to door with white folks. So yeah. Dressed to the nines, there's booths, there's tables, every type of business in cannabis from lights mm. to soil mm. was represented. There. Mm. Wow. And um, I remember thinking, I, I don't see not one other black person in here. Yeah, something's not, not right. Not one. And this is full. So they marketed it, they branded not it. The us. They set it up and made sure this room was packed with everybody but us. In the convention center? In the Philadelphia Convention Center downtown. Right in front of how your you face. How do you hide that from black folks? I don't Did know. Did they put it
1: in a book? Mm. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they So <laughs> I'm like, <laughs>
4: how is this possible? And I started having conversations with people, and I'm talking to people, and I'm like, you know this is legal. Like, there's legalization. Do you know we have dispensaries existing now? And they're like, no, we don't. That ain't right. That's right. not true. This, And I'm like, okay, so I'm not tripping My folks don't know about this. And so I started doing this education exchange and trying to tell people about how it worked and what cannabis was. And the more I dug in, the more I saw the dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was like, oh, the the activist in me was like, okay, we got to address this elephant in the room. And because I was focused on how we can repair, you know, like our our community in in terms of mental health and Mm -hmm. our our food sovereignty Mm -hmm. and our economic development and... You know, these are all these things that I was interested in. Cannabis was a great segue into all those different areas. So it was like, boom, let's figure out how we can talk to our community directly with things that resonate with them. So it's like... PTSD in our community, that's not nigger syndrome. That's PTSD. You're traumatized. You can't go to school after your friend just got shot and act like everything's okay without some kind of therapy. (laughs) What are you talking about? And then you call them the kids' potheads and locking them up and putting them in juvenile detention centers. No, they're self-medicating because they're traumatized as fuck. But because they're not educated, they don't know how to self-medicate properly. So they're just getting high and they're not addressing the obstacles. So it was like, how do we talk about all these different things? And and put our folks in a position to make some money off of it and, and, you know, and get some foothold in this, get our folks out of jail. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing all of these these systematic obstacles, barriers, like you said, that are literally there just to keep us in this bubble and away from the real money. So it was like, okay, so... We, I tried to be Dr. <laughs> yeah, I got to be <laughs> right. All right. They just not gonna they won't let us in. We're gonna have to kick the door in, huh? Okay. Exactly. And so that's what we started doing. I said, I'm not gonna wait for them to give us an opportunity. I'm just gonna start going out creating opportunities. Yeah. I know that a dispensary can't open without a secure location and a secure contracting firm already paid for up for the year mm-hmm. so I'm going to get as many black people I know that guard bars with the 50 million different light bulbs and yeah. flashlights and handcuffs yeah. to get cannabis training from us so that they can start their own cannabis security firms and secure checks for work that they won't have to do for at least a year
1: Heavy, you. you is a secret <laughs> agent I thought I was I was, I was like <laughs> you got to so
4: create that leverage uh, by, yeah. by positioning ourselves in yeah. spaces that they need us yeah. in you know what I mean and yeah. I have people come to me like Oh, I want to open a dispensary Like, oh, what you do for a living? I'm a financial accountant Girl, if you don't go be a cannabis financial yeah, yeah. reconciliation let's officer keep, Let's keep right? keep it moving Keep it, keep moving. it moving Don't and stop Don't, don't stop Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, Don't stop yeah. Don't, yeah. don't go bake cookies when your your work is legal yeah. defense, right? Mm, like, mm, you're tripping mm. like, let's, We need more of all of those things for us yeah. in those spaces mm-hmm. So, you know, right now that's literally what our mission is, is to make sure that we're educating, empowering, and, and offer resources to those people in those communities that we know just need that extra help. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully everybody wow. else will see that and, yeah. and yeah. That's why it's cool.
2: Right. And that's why like, I love when uh, Sheena comes to these events. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Cannabis Night Market, I started this with the mindset of, I'm going to, People were like, "Oh, it's cannabis." I'm pulling yeah, because I want you to understand what the plant is. Mm. You to understand that, yes. Even though we're not talking about THC, we're gonna we're gonna walk in a legal realm. We're gonna do this as legal as possible because I don't want anybody ever coming here and trying to shut us down. Right. The mission right. of the Cannabis Night Market is to destigmatize cannabis yeah. so that we can get our black and brown people out of jail. Yes. yeah. And that's the bottom line. And so these vendors that come here and they have these. Know, specific products, it gives Sheena also an opportunity to come through and say to you, like, say to them, like, hey, making sure you're doing this legal because I want you to succeed. I yeah. Yeah. want you to win in this realm. But I'm specifically um, important. It's important to me to call it the Cannabis Night Market because we're not going to play around with the what, what the plan is. Yeah. Um, and yeah. If we want to destigmatize yeah. it, we have to call it what it is. And right. it's
4: people like Krista and initiatives like this that will make the difference and allow us to to create effective change. Like, the work that we're doing now is going to effectively change how black people operate and are treated in cannabis and set the precedent for the industry. It's unraveling now. It's unrolling now. It's still the Wild Wild West out there because it's just an open market. Everything's still getting worked out. This is the time for us to get in there. And like you said, having these experiences, even if I never come, she's given them an opportunity to, to create a space for themselves that they can start learning the business and that's, and the, learning that's it. Themselves. It's the education
2: piece, it's and not all even
4: education. Not even
2: just the vendors. Like the, everybody gets to learn something when they come to these things. Right. It's the vendors learning, but also the community is learning because they, when they see cannabis, they're automatically up in arms, like, oh, it's an yeah. event to get high. And I yeah. see a bunch of black people over there. But honestly, today most of our vendors are actually white. Oh uh, yeah, and. Um, and it just it, and they're selling CBD and hemp products, and that's yeah. the thing that people don't understand. Nobody gets the breakdown between what's THC, what's CBD, and what is hemp. Like all of this yeah. comes from one plant, and that's the that's the one thing that we want to make sure people are understanding. Well, this
0: is some cool stuff, Shana, What do you think the future holds for Philly in terms of legalization of the cannabis? La- one of the last states, you think?
4: I think we're going to watch Jersey a little bit longer.
0: Mm-hmm. Did they, it, So is it completely legal in Jersey?
4: Well, essentially, yeah, they have um, a recreational bill. Mm. Um, but they're um, now operating from a space where you can consume cannabis legally. Um, if you are an adult and you have a patient card, if you don't have a patient card, it's no longer uh, something that – a offense that will get you locked up, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, as we're moving into this space, I think right now our our pilot poli- the politics are playing a bigger role in this than anything else because, right, we have folks who are looking to capitalize from outside of the state. Um, and the way it works is if you have a multi state operation license, so that means you can open a dispensary, for instance, yeah. in Georgia, Virginia, and. South Carolina, right? So if you have one of those MSOs, you kind of have, you typically have a lot of money. What's an MSO? A multi-state operation license. So if you have an MSO, you typically have a lot of money for you to spread around for throughout those states to create your your business and brand and develop it. The obstacle is when you have folks like that in the same pool, as people like me. Like, say me and Crystal want to open something, right? Mm. Like, we have to compete with people with MSO money. And so... The goal now is to make sure that there are social equity measures that protect smaller businesses Mm -hmm. like us that are entering the space to compete with those folks. And in the meantime, we have people battling who are saying, no, we don't really want to focus on that. We want to focus on getting MSOs and the money in here and getting this set up. And then we can, you know, think we can worry about the smaller businesses later. But that how many times does that work? Right. Right, right. Um, And so and when we do it like that, we have more of a propensity of potentially having state regulatory measures imposed on us faster because when you have big business and infrastructure and you're making a lot of money, what they want to do tax the heck out of you, yeah. right? And so they are going to look for ways to make sure that they are intrinsically embedded into this process and that's what we really don't want, right? We really don't want them to be as raveled into it as they're trying to all become. Of that, right. But what I think is going to happen is is that we're going to continue on this legislation conversation, I mean this legalization conversation, and then probably I'll give it like two more summers. Yeah. Um, once all of the politicians who have been digging in have mm-hmm. their secret meetings and mm-hmm. they've secured their little license and their form land right. and all that, the 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 right. then it will be like, Let's, you know, let's start we business. We in with you. But yeah. The, but that's why it's so important for us to keep having these social equity conversations now. So mm-hmm. that as these things come up to the mat, you know, expungements mm-hmm. and record camp right. and, and right. all of that stuff is a part
1: of the deal. We need that to be in there. It's yeah. got to be mixed in. Yeah, yeah. And the
4: MORE Act that just passed that everybody was talking about was like, oh, you know, legalization, the MORE Act. Right. Mala Harris, right. Joe Biden. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. No. Because, like, three days before the Moore Act went to the went to the floor, they snuck in some language that was just pretty much cutting all of the people who have been adversely impacted by the war drugs completely out of the mix. Wow. And people who worked on that for years and months and all this time spent there mm. weren't livid because they woke up to a bill that they've been pushing and promoting yeah. and blasting on social media that now does not represent their with their needs Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. And so those are the type of things that happen and we gotta stay on top of and the only way we can do that education the only way we know and so we do advocacy training Mm -hmm. with our group that teaches you like who your circuit court judge is who's your legislative official who's your state representative and what they do you should know if there's a light out on your block who you need
0: to call to fix it wow
4: Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Nobody. And so, but when we have conversations about cannabis, it's like, who do we talk to that has their foot in the door who's against it, who's supporting it, how does it affect agriculture measures, the USDA, the yeah. federal government money for that, like the hemp, like how are we talking about propagation numbers, right. minority form access that, like all those things are a part of the conversation. It's not like, oh, we can smoke.
1: Yeah. We. Right. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's touch on that though. Let's touch about, let's touch on bills and like you said, things that are in it. Yeah. I know everybody's hype about the STEMI, right? Right. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, like, <laughs> like, like of course like, they are. But, but, what, but what else that was in that was money for black farmers.
2: Yes. That was also a major part of it. But okay. even prior to that, to this coming okay. out, there is, to touch on what Sheena just mentioned okay. about the, the, the legalization of land and how all these businesses are getting land right now. So that, But they're right now, the all the businesses that are getting lands. Of purchasing land. Legalization of getting land so they can use it to grow hemp or cannabis products, right? So the start, this is how you slide in, right? The start is that you can grow hemp. Mm. You can grow industrial hemp. You can grow hemp for consumption. You can do this now. And this is what we... we We're priming the land for that. Right?
0: right? Yeah, yeah.
2: But... Now we want to grow. Now when it's when it's finally decriminalized, yeah, who, who gonna own all the land? Boom. <laughs> Who's gonna have all the relationships with all, those all relationships? Of the vendors, yeah. the distribution, of all that? Yeah. It. When it's finally time to actually legally grow THC. Black people going to be over here on the outside
1: looking yeah. out.
2: them. smoking. So we are <laughs> smoking. Getting hot. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the problem. So that's why it's important for me for me as a farmer so the the 2018 farm bill legalized hemp.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, 2018 farm bill. It's okay. all
2: these are all tidbits and steps mm-hmm. to get to the bigger picture. So right. like my focus is definitely hemp. Sheena focuses on THC, and, okay. and, and that's just, like, her main th- her right. Main right, thing right, is, like, right. understanding how this beautiful plant, with the THC included, and all the things that it does for, for the human body. Mm. And right. CBD. We don't and, have CBD. No, CBD is, is amazing. CBD yeah. is absolutely amazing, and that's the legalized aspect of it, and that's why we're able to do events like these. Yeah. Uh, and legally. Yeah. Uh, and that's why people are able to come together and consume outside legally, you know, if they would like to, under the... Using that farm bill right. yeah. And him being legal okay. But again like now all of that That land is going to be used yeah. of, It's coming The land yeah. is going to be then Oh like THC is legal for who mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a separation It's legal for what parties are able to utilize
0: it start, they, 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 start haven't start this land. they haven't done <laughs> that yet They that haven't anymore. done that <laughs> yet But it's we definitely being written land it's land definitely land. Being I love written. that
4: you said that because Literally that is what I tell people you talk about getting into this industry and they're like oh i want to be in the industry and i you know i'm gonna you know do deal with thc and i want to have a dispensary and have yeah. this if you can't even manage a cbd sort of small business right and understand what the plant does how it works with the body who your customer base is how it affects them the different ways you can test it the lab testing the reporting like those are the ways that you get into these spaces mm-hmm. and understand the business Legally, right, right, and at a much lower price point than you would for THC, right, in right. an a actual in a, in a rut state. But what's funny is people hear that and they're like, Oh, well, now I'll wait till you know. But we come from a place we don't have the benefit or the luxury of waiting. We don't, we didn't grow up with. I've sat in rooms with people with money, money, right. in this industry, and they grew up. With Uncle John, mm-hmm. who's a CPA, mm-hmm. you know, God, God Papa Larry, mm-hmm. who's a who's a lawyer, mm-hmm. right? And so they have all of this stuff in their wheelhouse already. A lot of these conversations and understanding ship and distribution in their toolbox.
1: Yeah, it's already shit in is the at toolbox. The table right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They've
4: been talking about it's this. That, it's that, that, that's, that's
0: common knowledge. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't have to. What conversations <laughs> right.
4: are we having in North Philly? Yeah, right. You right. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even growing if up in any my at house. All. Right. Even right. growing up in my house And you're I came cable. from An educated right. family I had an educated mother mm-hmm. You know what I mean But I to, How often do I get the Fleck I, I spoke French In high school too How many times Do you run into <laughs> Somebody in Norfolk that you going to be able To have a, a, a right. French exchange with her? Mostly really, cool. Yeah right.
1: <laughs> I learned mine From Tom and Jerry That's where I learned mine Krista <laughs> let's talk about Where
0: you're heading Your, your vision In the future So let's yeah. talk about The vision house
2: You know what It's, it's The Vision House, what I've come to realize is that the vision is the most important part, right? Mm -hmm. Creating spaces in urban areas where we can grow food Mm -hmm. and where people that live in these urban communities know where to come get their food at, that's Mm -hmm. what's most important. My people need to be eating nutrient-dense food and they need to understand how it got nutrient dense? Mm-hmm. How was it? How did it get that way? It starts with the soil. All
3: right.
2: Why are we? Why do we need to be mindful of uh, what goes into our water? Because mm-hmm. it, all of it. You know what I mean? Like why we need to be drinking reverse osmosis water? And I love it, I love a good tap water. Okay, I'm a Philly girl. School mm-hmm. kill punch is what I water. grew up on. <laughs> water. That makes the best
4: water. water. Well, you can't handle the, you can't, with no well, alkaline. Okay. the red. You talking about the red? <laughs> the
2: red, girl.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah but Not cherry, no, Not cherry, uh, And that's why Like these guilty Those are yeah. now becoming Guilty pleasures for me Right? It's mm-hmm. like Okay, I love my tap water Like all these water snobs Around me Like whatever <laughs> But I We I purchase Reverse osmosis water Nobody right. drinks tea From my shop That isn't Reverse osmosis water Why We're not is that drinking. important? It's just important because it's just higher in nutrients, and we're leaving out all the stuff that we don't want—all the pesticides and herbicides and all the runoff from all the watersheds that oh, surround us.
1: Gotcha. Is okay. there is there a brand that sells that kind of?
2: Food? Um, actually, the Nile Cafe, that vegan cafe right down the street on Germantown Avenue. Yeah, I've been there before. They, they have this amazing system and it's nothing like I've never seen anywhere else in the city. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get our water from.
1: From oh. the Nile you get it from the Nile River. From Nile. <laughs> <laughs> right,
4: that's what I
1: was right to Africa, okay. <laughs>
3: that's right. what
0: I was River water. oh listen, before we get out of here, how do you so how do you make your tea? You you make tea out of with the cannabis? So
4: actually um, and <laughs> no shameless plug, yeah. but I, I'm uh one of the ambassadors for art and machine infusion machines okay and it's a black female owned company um and it's an in-home infusion system No, uh, uh, yeah
1: let's talk about it say it again say their name again
4: uh, it's rn infusion system rn infusion System. a-r-d-e-n-t R-N. okay and it's run by a black woman named chantel and okay. she um created this in-home okay. infusion system and so Basically, what you do is you put your regular flour in. You can use CBD or THC. Mm-hmm. You drop it in there. Press the button. It perfectly decarves the flour, which basically is heats it up to a temperature that activates the properties of your cannabis. Gotcha. So, while you, so when you smoke, you're combusting it and you're heating it, and that's why you get yes. elevated. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So
1: elevated. I like that.
4: So, you know, I try not to be. Taste-less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, once you activate it, you can literally sprinkle it on your food, and you'll have the same oh. effects as you
0: want. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait a minute, that is not oregano. That's <laughs> <laughs> basil. Wait a minute.
4: So I can't take it. His face
0: went. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, really. Word. Yes. I'm with that. Um, Where do we
1: get that
4: at? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I have a discount link yeah. in my bio, so I'll make sure. Listen, I, I think it. my
0: best friend. I think he just he just drops the. Blood, the flower,
4: nah.
2: right in the hot water. So what happens? Yeah, is, he need to
0: stop that. Yeah, I told him before it. he even started. So even
4: so, actually, he's losing a lot of the cannabis and the nutrients. And what I like about decarbon is, is that all your cannabis has terpenes in it, mm-hmm. which is a profile of what the cannabis is okay. made of and what kind of effects it's going to have mm-hmm. on you. So, like for instance, mercerine makes you really like lethargic mm-hmm. and kind yeah. of lazy, while pineene is really good for like. Pain,
1: is what about like the Gorilla that? Glue? That's no, I'm just. Every question they have in here, you would be like, the fumes. Let me break this down for you. Yeah, he went
3: to so the
0: stress, gorilla empty, glue, consistently sour, sour, D- yeah. nah. and you
4: can't tell much from those, right? Mm. Like, you really can't say, oh, I, that that makes sense. That's going to fix my back. Right. That's going to give me a. Buzz. It's going alleviate stuck, my headache like gorilla
1: glue. That's <laughs> what.
4: That's what you wanted to do, <laughs> but actually, it might be just one of those terpenes in there that you're reacting to that you really like, and so now you're smoking. Yeah. Something that you just really are sticking with because you got that effect from it. But it's probably the limonene in it that you're like, oh, yeah, I like this. I feel faded. I'm chilling. But there's other strains and other properties and stuff that you can use. You know what I mean? like So, understanding how it works with your body is important. But I will decard my stuff and I will literally sprinkle it in my food. I'll put it in my tea. I'll put it in... You can literally put decar flower in pretty
0: much anything. I'm thinking it's just Sativa or Indica. You over here bag dropping, not bar dropping. (laughs) Bag. Bag dropping. So please, I keep telling people,
4: forget Sativa and Indica. It's a great, like... System in terms of generalization, mm-hmm. but indicas don't stay indicas and sativas don't stay sativas. Okay. Like bet- depending on where they're grown, how they're stored, the soil, the soil, <laughs> how how they're managed, mm. you can use t- you can start losing trichomes and then change it from an uh, indica to a sativa, okay. right? And so. You're, now you out here searching for stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, I only smoke Indica's. And no, you actually just like my serene girl. Like, wow. you know. So it's important kind of understanding it. And that's also why plants are important. And I wanted to work with Kristen and kind of partner with her and, and tap into all of her amazingness, because there's a lot of produce that has those same properties mm-hmm. in it. Oh, okay. So, like, limonene, obviously, lemons. Herbs and, also. And, uh, mm-hmm. and herbs, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cohesive and synergetic herbs and things and people like oh well I don't never smoke cannabis and I was fine or oh, I don't need to smoke cannabis to regulate my body and it's a standard thirst. like, No you've been using other herbs and produce right. that's had it's those right. same terpene right. profiles right. so your body's been surviving but mm-hmm. technically yeah. everybody needs a little cannabis here and there.
0: You got Chris are you, are you a vegan? I'm not okay. No, well, one of my older friends, best friends, he's a vegan and he's always going over Jersey getting his products. We know where to send him to now.
2: That's yeah. Smart. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's
0: Almighty, day. we know where to send you to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all
1: day. I all consider day. myself uh, plant
2: based. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I do not. I do not. Uh, Vegan is a whole different world, okay?
1: I know. I try for a community. day. So do you, is there something that you do? You do, do you eat meat? Do you do? Oh, you, I definitely just, eat meat, yeah. You just Yeah, do, you just yeah I try eater. to,
2: right. I love food. <laughs> I love food, but I like to. You um, like good. I focus on plants. When okay. it comes to, I always like to have more plants in my diet. And that's what I just encourage people to do, especially people that look like us because of the health disparities that exist in our community mm. that we can really change and make a heavy impact on our health if we just ate more plants. Right. Yes. Um, yes. So that's right. really the encouragement and what I'm pushing. Do you
1: even, uh, and if you don't want to get into it, you don't need to, but even with your meat, do you try to know where it's from there and all of that? A,
2: there's a, a black farmer, his name, he's based in New Jersey. His name is, uh, his last name is Smith, the the company's name is Smith Poultry. Okay. Smith
1: Poultry, and Smith okay. Poultry. And that's what you rock with. Yeah, so you. like
2: we I love everything rock with you do. Us. You know you know <laughs> where it came from. knows She knows you know her where it like, <laughs> like
0: yeah. this is the thing. Smith
2: I'm on Smith Poultry, right? Way. <laughs> and they're amazing. And like that also goes to the flower that we use cuz I also mm-hmm. sell CBD products. Yeah. And with our tea company, we have CBD honey and CBD teas. And so it's super important to me. I walk the farm that my CBD flower comes from. I know mm-hmm. the farmers. mm
3: mm-hmm. Mhm. So that's
2: all That's key to me Like having Having relationships With farmers With with products That I'm consuming Is everything for me Mm -hmm. It really is
0: Beautiful Um. man Sorry about the noise, audience, but we recording live today, and I'm not sorry about the noise. Right. Yeah, it's, now, it's we, not we, noise, it's all love. We live, all and all tell, love. tell them where yeah. we're recording yeah. from,
1: yeah.
2: Tell so we, to us. We are at Gross It Repeat, which is my tea and plant boutique. Okay. Um, in this space, we have a bunch of beautiful vendors and yes. people out here. It's yes. live out there it's right li- now. It's, it's, live, now. it's, it's, live, it's yeah. litty. And this um, happens every Friday? Does no, it so it this happens th- once a month currently.
1: Okay. currently once a month. We're about to turn it up. It's about to get nice out. It's about to get nice out. My about the get Yeah. It's called the
2: Cannabis Night Market. We talked a little bit about that and why we do it. But it's mm-hmm. all about destigmatizing cannabis, bringing it to communities, black, putting it in the center of a, of a community that is very heavily mixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very diverse. Yeah. Uh, and so on either end, we're on Germantown Avenue. Right. Yeah. So if you think about Germantown Avenue, on one end you got Chestnut Hill, which is where most people don't look like us. I know. and the other end, you got all the people yeah. that look yeah. like us. Yeah. So
1: you're bringing everybody together like Fred Hampton, huh? yes. If you go
2: out there, you want to see a bunch of different people. Yeah. And, so, and that's what I love yeah. about it. And everybody's learning and everybody's sharing information, and that's what it's all about.
1: So this spot is, what specifically do you do in here?
2: So this is our tea and plant boutique. Okay. Uh, it's called Grow Sit, Repeat, which speaks to how we grow up. How, what we do for our tea company, and we grow you, it all. You sell the
1: tea here. Yeah, we
2: sell tea, and we also sell house plants inside of our store as well. Okay, um, more plants around you, the better. Okay. And uh, Shane and I are working on some really dope projects with this space as well. Um, we are creating
1: how a- can we get in on that? I got a couple dollars, I got a <laughs> couple dollars. Some investors, yeah.
2: I mean, investors are I mean,
1: we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. Yeah, gotta be right, you gotta Damn. be right. Yeah, nah, I get you, but I-
2: we love it. Um, so, true. Yeah. so
1: that's the- that's what this spot does, where whatever physical locations do you have?
2: um We also have Farmer John, which is our uh, community of greenhouses out in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, Elkins Park. which is about 15 minutes from here, okay. from Germantown. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then right up the street uh, we have another location. Hold on, hold on. what happens oh. in
1: Farmer John? Farmer what happens John there?
2: is where we actually grow our produce. So okay. Farmer John itself is a place where um, we are growing produce, we're growing our herbs and we supply the herbs to our tea from Farmer John, mm-hmm. and we also supply, uh, we have a CSA, a community-supported agriculture yeah. mm-hmm. company where we are growing food for 60 families mm. currently. So we grow up, we give them a 12-week session of um, fruits, vegetables, and herbs. And
1: So, like, I get hello fresh You like that? Like, like, like they, so and I, I, I'm, I'm about to turn. I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to cancel so my I subscription. He, I get hello fresh. I'm a, <laughs> no, I'm so trying I'm to getting. figure out, well, you said you feed 60 families. We, we
2: feed 60 families. So, so the, you,
1: you give them food that comes, from... that comes from.
2: That comes from the farm. Okay. And so we also have partner farms for things that we don't grow that are too, they have take up too much space. But yeah, we work. But it. they it's cool. They, from... they, they
1: all set from what they, that delivery. Correct. They, they don't do. Okay.
2: Yeah. So like some of them, you know, some people might still supplement and get other things from the Like market, a
1: Snickers bar or something. yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, might grew- still, they might still
2: get, you know, some, some things that we don't grow. That's some things that don't grow well in Philadelphia, you know, or, or in this region. So like, is that
1: like a subscription? Like they, they have, okay. It's essentially right, a subscription. Right, they okay. sign
2: up for it early. And CSAs are important to farmers because it allows us to get money up front mm-hmm. so that we can grow Our and get ready for the season money, yeah, yeah. and all of those things. And, and so what we do is a little bit different from other CSAs is that we offer uh, – we offer a, a subscription where they can pay weekly.
1: Okay. So like week to week, is it week. is it okay. Yeah. Okay. So we
2: also have it where a lot of people do take advantage of paying all up front. It's four hundred dollars right. for twelve mm-hmm. weeks. But we break it down the thing
1: is you need it. Like like you, 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 you can hey, hey But everybody you do may not have yeah, their four hundred dollars no, up yeah, front, yeah, especially yeah. the
2: people that look like us, so it was important right. for me to be able to provide. Week to week. Right. Something. Just like
1: they do with a center, yeah, like exactly, <laughs>
2: exactly. And so, five dollars a week, mm-hmm. um, gets you your, you know, you can still get your produce.
1: No, we might, I'm, I'm talk to you. What, what about what's the last? Was you only have one more physical location? Yeah. So okay. our
2: other physical location is Northwest Learning Hub, uh, and that's a place where this event actually took shape first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a smaller space, it's indoor, and uh, it's really we designed that space so that it could be a place, an incubator, a place where businesses, small businesses, can come and. Be supported, get known, give them a space to be able to market themselves and grow their business. And we've done that for a lot of brands that are actually out here. They've gotten a lot of news coverage, um, you know, different... News outlets from the area came out to different events, and they got on TV. And some of them even got their own spot on TV. Okay, um, so that's where it was. Birth. That's, that's where this and was. And birth that's what birth it's, yeah, that's what it's all about.
1: And that, wh- what else happens? Does anything else happen there now? Or at
2: the Northwest Line? Yeah. Well, actually, Sheena and I are about to transform there. <laughs> okay. Day, all right. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> all right. That's yeah. what we're gonna partner with you yeah. on. All right. I got
0: Sheena, how can they find you?
4: Um, you can find us online. On our at our website www cannabis okay. we have tons of resources education information we just started a national program so we have chapters in thirty five states now where we'll be. Promoting what we're doing and creating the same work in a bunch of other different places so we can really start changing the face of this industry. Okay. Um, we are on Instagram, Cannabis underscore New war, mm-hmm. And we are on Facebook as Cannabis New war. And just if stuff. I'm not around there, you can find
2: me most likely at one of the <laughs> locations. We uh, spend so much so <laughs> time together. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Sisterhood is beautiful, man. Yeah. I was just going to say, give us your... Um, yeah. so and stuff uh, like
2: Farmer John Philly, John is a Philly word if you're not familiar, J-A-W-N. Sure.
1: And you'll um, find everything. I, all I did was put Philly John in and it was... Farmer John, yes. <laughs> so Farmer so, yeah. John is... Farmer John, sorry, Yes, Farmer Philly
2: John Philly on... Um, FarmerJohnPhilly.com is our web address, Viva Leaf V-I-V-A-L-E-A-F-T-E-A um, is our tea brand and um, our plant store, Grow, sit, Repeat. We have a lot of handles. Can, yes. Cannabis,
1: the cannabis joint. You, the you, the cannabis, cannabis night market right, also. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot
2: of brands, but if you just focus on Farmer John Philly, you gonna everything else will come up and follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also are um, on Instagram as Farmer John Philly, and we are on... Facebook as Farmer John as well. So yeah, okay. like you said, Eric, you take Farmer John in, it's all yeah. gonna come up. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: Appreciate the time and the space with y'all tonight. No, seriously. as
2: thank you do as
1: well. You. Thank you so much. All right, you ain't got no bars for us. Nope. man. I all ain't right. been writing, man. Hey, listen, i us to get my life together. Listen, been, I've been reading. She I've been reading. You've been writing.
2: reading because you know more Oscar Wilde
1: books <laughs> than I no, no, that's love. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get it. I was gonna ask you about some of the books, but yeah, we appreciate y'all. We out. No, Thanks a lot Thanks for everything Thank
2: you Did you hear about the rose That grew from a crack In the concrete Proving nature's laws wrong It learned how to walk Without having feet Funny it seems But by keeping its dreams It learned to breathe Fresh air Long live the rose That grew from concrete Where no one else even cared No one else even cared